Previously on Full Metal Analysts. I don't think Colonel Hughes will ever die. And that's why Gluttony is actually the true hero of the series. Arthur, don't do it. Once you transmute Michelle, there's no going back. You don't know the shape this podcast is in. Hey guys. Huh? Oh. What? C could I be on the next episode? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Okay, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. My my arm. Yeah. And now for the continuation of Full Metal Analysts. My other arm. It's another episode of Full Metal Analysts! Welcome to our show where free writers analyze each and every episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I'm Michelle. I'm Arthur. And I'm Mike. And with us today, we have a returning guest. Please welcome back to the show our friend, podcaster, genius, writer, Nate Glesman! Heyo! Hi guys! It's <laughs> Thanks for having me! Celebrate good Nate! <laughs> And we're going to start things off as we always do by doing our improvised recap. This is the moment in the podcast where one of us will do an improvised 21 second recap chosen by the roll of a dice. If it lands on one, it's me. If it lands on two, it's Arthur. If it lands on three, it's Mike. If it lands on four, it's Nate. So let's roll the dice. I'm feeling like it's going to be me today. Just a lot of average as well. Two. I knew if I said that, it wouldn't be. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> that was me. Okay. All right. Wait, um, how am I going to do this? All right. Just recap the recap. 21 seconds. Know? All right. I'm going to count you down. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So, Jesus Christ. Can I start over? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Six seconds. Okay. So, Hohenheim is there and there's people dancing around a fire and a little girl is like dance with me and he's like no i uh young pinaco is there and she's like but humans are actually strong and he's like you're right and then he wakes up and it's a dream <laughs> the end okay that's it um nothing happened this episode <laughs> i mean you no we that's not true at all that's so no, not Mike, true shut the fuck uh, it's a recap that's, episode we just watched no, this episode so, you know what the framing device was actually really smart, and we all, and this is no, the it first wasn't. time that Mike. I, yes, it was. No, wait, wait we got to time... hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we talk about the episode in itself, we do have to give a shout out to the people who worked on this episode, namely its director and writer. So the director is Tutumo Yabuki. They also directed Backs in the Distance and Footsteps of a Comrade in Arms. They also did storyboards for FMA and Yu-Gi-Oh, and were a key animator on Sailor Moon and the original Devilman series. The writer is Yoneki Tsumura. I already talked about him. He was a script editor. He wrote Dory of Darkness and a couple of other episodes. All mm -hmm. right. With that out of the way, shut the fuck up, Mike. No, this no, training device is not good. <laughs> this training device is not good. This I'm is, sorry. Why is it good? I really felt like I was seeing into Van Hohenheim's connection to what he's doing and his motivations and his morality and his sense of character and and humanity and who he is uh, and also interesting to see that he was basically probably you know this confirms my theory that because obviously pinaco has shrunk quite a bit and over the over the years and he stayed the same size that you know he's impervious to time and i thought that was interesting and the more i thought about him the more i th you know and he's that he's not quite human that he's made these sacrifices before probably with the fall of xerxes which is my theory which then made me think wait if he's this immortal guy who walked away from xerxes after doing something terrible 
And then he started this whole conspiracy, this patriarchal evil thing behind the a fascist government. And I'm like, what if he's like the sage of the West? Oh my God, I have so many theories. I don't know. I thought it was a really interesting look into a character that we just don't get an interesting look into almost ever. Like he's always in the silence. He's always above us. He's never, this is the first time we were inside his head. And I thought that was cool. Well, well, well. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. And for a very simple <laughs> fact, a good framing device works in itself, but also works as a what? As a framing device. Would you clarify what exactly is a framing device? So framing device is a narrative technique and it surrounds a story. It frames that story like a frame in a painting through a secondary story. So, for example, a framing device is like, oh, somebody did a crime and now we have to interrogate each person. And so that is the framing device. And so we keep going into each story. And each person's uh, story is like a separate yeah, link. I see. It's often in the form of the story is someone telling you the story. Princess Bride. Right. Princess Bride, Edward Scissorhands. Allow me to ask you one question. Where mm -hmm. the fuck was Honerheim in all these clips? So all the time we're watching these clips for absolutely no reason but to fill time. He's not commenting on them. He's not thinking about them. He was nowhere near those clips when they happened. It's just a waste of time. You could have made this a three-minute short and would have been all much more interesting. And, and that's and not the first problem is with... That's not the first time we've we've seen that he uh, hasn't aged. Like when Ed meets him after uh, some, long t some time at the, the cemetery... Like, oh, he hasn't aged a bit. And, you know, we get those little hints that he he's somewhat different. We don't need, like, 22 minutes of a flashback he's not having. Sure, it's a five-month hiatus between episodes 26 and 27. It's the first hiatus. Five months, it's not that long for you to want a recap. I mean, so you could probably use that dream sequence of Hohenheim, like, in some other episode. Like, I just want to correct the thing. Uh, you're right in that there was a hiatus of five months but only in America. In Japan, this episode aired a week after. A week? Uh, That's even episode. worse. And then the next episode aired a week later. There were no hiatuses in Japan. That's even worse. Why would you make something like that? Like a recap for uh, nothing, just just because it's a new season. Like we have a new opening. It saves money and production. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we got that going on too. Whatever reasons they decided to do this, it's a pretty good recap episode. No, it's not. For a recap no, episode. Yes. No, 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 yes, no, no, it no, is. No, 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 no. It I is actually that. pretty good. What we see are just like clip compilations themed around something, whether it's like human perseverance or the homunculi or the, it's not really or the a philosopher's recap. stone. It's I not a recap episode. It's a clip show. But this is it's it's a, clip a clip show. show. It's it's a, it is a bad him. clip show. I don't it's think a clip show. It's, it's a whatever clip show. Like, I didn't get anything really from the from the clips themselves but just talking about the framing device around the clips i think it's pretty good and creative if you just forgive the overall concept of a clip slash recap episode that's just catch you know what i mean just forgiving that knowing that this is just a bottled probably budget reasons you know like sure. episode okay they still managed to give us some insight into a character that they have been very, very careful to keep in the shadows but, and but away what is, from us. But what is the insight that you've gotten into into it, Mike? That I got what, that, what he's is regretful. that he's regretful. We already got that. We we got that. I didn't get his that. first episode, he literally says when he chews out Ed for doing all these things, you can tell he's regretful when he says, you're just like me when I was young. There, I we know, have but, seen scenes of regret. Uh, mm, but he's, that, no, he's least. specifically regretful about something like big that he Bigger. did 
something big. It's a clip show. You have maybe, I don't know how much it actually was, like three to five minutes of actual new content. You're basically not allowed to advance the story in any real way. So they did a close-up on character. They did a close-up on a character that we don't get to see very often. And I thought it was cool to see young Pinaco. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> We've arrived at Pinaco. <laughs> Pinaco, what happened? What happened to you, What Pinaco? happened to you, Pinaco? <laughs> I like when Pinaco first showed up. I, wa- I watched this episode with Mike. And when Pinaco first showed up, I think Mike said, uh, who is this no. young piece of home no, slice? What was it? Nice piece of home No, slice. I did not say that. <laughs> totally understandable. I, can, I deny totally understandable. everything. <laughs> like, I know Pinaco got old, but did she also get put in one of those hydraulic press things? Did like, she get juiced? Like, from, <laughs> like welcome to Hydraulic Press Channel. <laughs> Today we have Pinaco. Today we make small grandma. I remember reading, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard about this, but I remember reading this kind of like how to draw a manga book by the guy who did Dr. Slump, which Jeff not mistaken is the guy who did Dragon Ball. Akira, uh, Toriyama. Akira Toriyama. Yeah. He talks about like when people get old, they get shorter. Not just women, just like every single person gets shorter when they get older. Uh, that's not good for me because I'm already kind of down there, you know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> true. What? Your spine compresses. I hear yoga helps a lot. This is, are you sure this isn't one of your tall tales? Oh. <laughs> Tell him what he won, folks. <laughs> Tell him what he won for that great joke. <laughs> I think that they try to do something really introspective and cause a little discussion like we're having here, but they can't show too much. And it's the middle ground that you can either get it right or get it wrong. Nate, I, I agree with everything you just said, but I think what you're trying to say is that maybe they should have had a little bit more panda. No, 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 <laughs> no. Actually, actually, there, though, we're there not no allowed panda, to talk about the There panda. was no panda in this episode. We will not have panda talk. Panda rules. Panda fucking rules. No. Hell yeah. No, well, team yes. Panda. Team panda. No, yeah. No. All right. This has been another episode of Panda Talk. Uh, yes. Cut this out. <laughs> Quick question. I have a quick question about the, the dancing in the fire scene. Was the little girl mom? Yes. Yeah. That's, I thought so. That's thought so, so fucking weird. He yeah, that was my reading too. Did she never notice that she married the guy that never changes that his never in his subconscious? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. She never he never actually met her as a kid. Well, maybe he did. I would like to imagine he didn't because again, creepy. Very creepy. Very creepy. Well, I know. <laughs> But I mean, I'm just saying, we don't know. We don't know what the answers are. Yeah, yeah that everything was weird. weird. But I, I did read but, it as Trisha. But one thing, we only dream about the people that we know of. So he, if he dreamed about mom as a child, he saw mom as a child. Oh, That's I don't creepy. think about that. I don't know. We don't know what was in that juice he was drinking. <laughs> I thought I'd take this opportunity to do a little profile on someone who is very important to the series every episode. We hear their compositions, sometimes multiple times, sometimes two episodes Over in a row, episode. the same composition. The composer Akira Senju, who has written all the music for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Senju was born in Tokyo in 1960 and studied at Tokyo National University of Fine Arts and got his master's degree uh, in music with honors. He has done music across lots of genres from pop 
to classical to movie and TV scores. His credits include Mobile Suit Victory Gundam, Rampo, Red Garden, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and he even scored the 2012 revival of Iron Chef. He's everywhere. He's one of the most prolific composers in Japan. He also composes music for spaces, so he's often commissioned to create music for airports, like he composed a piece of music that is meant for a specific room in the Tokyo airport. The Louvre did a 500-year anniversary ceremony for which Akira Senju composed the main theme, and they, I think, projected stuff in the courtyard. Um, it sounds like this. I just wanted to read a short little quote that Senju has about composing music for landscapes. Musicians craft time. As a musician, among the various things that come to mind, there are specific images that aid in creation. From long ago come landscapes that have been burned into my memory. Old streets, towns that I played in, islands I camped on. Landscapes change with time, but the people who made the landscape what it was remember and speak of it. When a lost landscape is restored, those that perform the restoration move as part of a larger heart and participate in another conversation. So that's Akira Senju, I think is a really important part of the series, actually. Since we just kind of wrapped up the episode talking about the actual episode, I want to talk about some other stuff, namely some things we did with Mike. Yep. Mike, please tell the story of the Piss Dragon. All right. So a friend of mine found outside of my apartment and then they were like, is that yours or do you want that? And I went outside and there was a glass blown Chinese dragon just very beautiful, very cool looking thing full of yellow, almost brown <laughs> liquid. Oh no. And it's sealed. It's completely sealed. It was, it was, you know, I took it in the house. I did some research and it looks like it's probably brandy. You know, you can buy this sort of thing at Costco, I guess. It's a Costco item, sure. you know, uh-huh. but it was also in an area where it was not uncommon to see some pretty disgusting things. Oh no, you know, oh my God. So it could be full of piss. Oh, it could be piss <laughs> and it could be brandy. We just don't know. Like, we don't know. There's only one way to find just out. Just like 2021. Yes. I mean, I want to, I mean, it's on display in my room. So I got to really hope it's brandy. I hope I'm not displaying some random person. <laughs> Whatever piss is in, in my there, room, when right? we finish full metal, we're all having a We're going to drink it. We're all taking a shot of the piss dragon. The real challenge is actually finding out that it's piss is actually taking the shot. 
I mean, look, yeah, we'll still have to do it. That's the rule. But Arthur made a, a really astute observation. He was like, you know, it looks like really dehydrated urine. If it's urine, it's very brown urine. And it's a lot of urine to have if you're dehydrated because it, it would take a long time to do this. It would take multiple. Right. If there is piss in the piss dragon, right, it would have had to been from a very dehydrated person who saved every drop. drop. Oh god. Oh god. And they would have had to have really Look, like not necessarily this. not necessarily. I have a blood condition that actually makes my piss a little darker than usual even if I drink lots of water because I have a lot of Oh, so you could have done this. I could have done this. <laughs> hey, did you fill the piss, piss dragon? I am the piss dragon. Next dragon. <laughs> I prefer to call it a brandy dragon. No, it's a piss dragon. <laughs> yeah, right. nice try, piss dragon. All right. I would guess brandy is usually darker than this. I'm no specialist, but oh, this is so suspicious. I'm counting on the fact that you're not a specialist. <laughs> counting on it. <laughs> I hope you have no clue because I really believe, I want to believe someone didn't go through all this trouble just to fill a dragon with piss and hope someone would just drink <laughs> well, it Mike, one day. Well, <laughs> Mike, it's funny that we talk about what you believe because now it's time to talk about what you think is going to happen in everyone's favorite segment, Mikey at the Bat. Wait a second. How can we possibly do this? Haven't I already done this? Uh, my prediction from last week oh, yeah. stands. I think that is true. Well, but you don't know what the name of the next episode is. Don't oh, you want to guess? Okay, <laughs> what is it? Okay, yes. we'll get that. We'll get that. All right, yes. hold, on. Yes. hold on. Your prediction still stands from last episode, but if there's any new ones based on the thumbnail and title, you can make them. Now, Mike, can you describe to us what happens in this thumbnail? It looks like Ed's like reaching up his good hand to father, and father is, or Hohenheim, or I don't know, father looks very ghostly and statuesque, and he's holding his hand while... Um, Al is behind him, so it looks like they're reunited. I think this is a big, this is a confrontation moment where he finds out that Father and Van Hohenheim are one for sure, for certain. We can put our nail in this thing. We can finally just move on and just accept it and people can stop trolling me about it and we could just, everything's going to be a little bit better. That's what I think. So now that Mike has made his prediction, it's time for us to grade this episode on a scale from one star to five stars. I'm going to get started by saying my grade is no stars. I refuse to grade this episode because this is not <laughs> wow. an episode of the show. That's it. I'm not going to give it a grade because it's barely an episode. I, You know, that that's fair. Uh, I'm going to give it a two and a half. The extra half is because I did enjoy the segment. Not grading the clip show part. I'm just grading the like five minutes of actual stuff we got and uh, a little, little short. <laughs> but uh but good two and a half <laughs> it was a clip show okay two and a half i i think i think it's apt to say that the actual clips and the choice of clips <laughs> may have been a little clip salad so but the actual new content which is the exploration of van hohenheim's humanity and guilt i found interesting and i think if it was even though it wasn't like incredible or it didn't blow me away and it wasn't like you know five, four-star realm, you know, I think it's the, it, the new content deserves uh, three stars. Yeah, I actually agree with that too. I was going with th three stars as well. Uh, I was thinking, I was, I'm trying to overcome my biased opinion that I'm not really a fan of recap episodes, but the discussion about Hohenheim's humanity and all that kind of make it interesting and the clips selected were uh, kind of interesting for that. But I was willing to skip the episode uh, 
so you know that that feeling of I don't really I don't really want to watch that kind of make it a really not so great episode for me. I'm giving it three stars. And if you don't want to spend all night remembering about the time you did something much more interesting than what you are actually doing at that specific moment, don't forget to follow us oh, on Twitter at morning. FM Analysts. <laughs> That's FM Analysts on Twitter. Subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave us a review. We love to see those. I'd like to thank our guest, Nate Kleschman, for coming. Thank you so much. As always, you're welcome here whenever you want to come back for an actual episode, not a clip show. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Sure. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me again. I really hope to be coming back here again. And you can follow me on Twitter and Astronate with an underscore after the end. I have a podcast, but it's in Portuguese. I don't really think it hits your demographics. I think we have a presence in Brazil. You say a president? Uh, no, a presence. Okay. <laughs> I heard president. I was like, <laughs> okay, sure. You can, if you speak Portuguese or if you want to learn Portuguese, you can listen to my podcast. It's called Tudo Hack. We talk about pop culture and things of about life. You know, a little slice of life happening in the podcast. And that's it. Thanks for having me, guys. Before you go, we'd like to ask you to do your best Full Metal Alchemist, just like the interstitials. Full Metal Alchemist. We'd also like to thank Sarah Lerner for managing our Tumblr. If you want to check that out, go to fullmetal-analyst.tumblr.com. Do be warned, there are spoilers, but you can also send us your messages, which is how we got a message from Tumblr user Presume Nothing, who pointed out that manga is not pronounced like mango. It's pronounced manga. So thank you, Presume Nothing, for that. We should put a quarter in the jar every time we say it wrong from now on. And I think I might be the biggest <laughs> offender. So <laughs> do you have... Quarters? Do you have a quarters? <laughs> okay, something that we have. Buttons? Oh, I don't have those. Every time you get it wrong is a shot of the piss, right? Oh. <laughs> Wait, actually, there's one more thing. There's one more thing. That actually. <laughs> doot, 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 doot. Yeah, so this is episode's going to be coming out uh, right around the holidays, whatever holiday you celebrate. Mike and I got together, and mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. may or may not know this, but Michelle not only is one of our valiant hosts, but also produces and edits the show which is a lot of work so to show our appreciation we got him uh some little gifts some stuff hidden what oh my god guys yeah <laughs> it's a so fucking it. watch it's yeah. the pocket it's ed's pocket watch oh nice little touch you gotta glass. open the pocket watch look what's inside oh god this it says don't forget october 3rd oh yeah <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. We appreciate you. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays, happy everyone. Holidays. Yay. Michelle happy holidays. Yay. I'm so happy.